Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. That is a series of sketches called the Spanish Inquisition by Monty Python for their flying circus. So what does that mean? Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Well, basically, if someone is asking you a series of unexpected questions that you weren't expecting, you might reply with, well, I wasn't expecting the Spanish Inquisition to stop the questioning. Of course, it sounds a little sarcastic when you put it that way. But of course, when the boys from Monty Python said it, it was very humorous and it fit perfectly with what was going on during those sketches. But in addition to being a line from Monty Python, it was a line from the movie Sliding Doors, starring Gwyneth Paltrow. I love that movie. Now, if you haven't seen it, it's basically where the character called Helen is running to catch a train. Now, in the first scenario, she catches the train. And in the second scenario, where it shows that she's backing up in the train station, she misses the train. Now, what's interesting is that when you catch the train, you arrive at your destination to deal with whatever you are going to be dealing with. But if you miss the train, you don't get an opportunity to deal with whatever was waiting for you. And instead, you have something new to deal with. But why is that important to think about sliding doors, you know, missing one opportunity versus another? There's a saying that if one door closes, another door opens. And so that is giving you the opportunity to experience something new, something unexpected. And that's what I want to talk about today is the idea of expect the unexpected. Now, why would you expect the unexpected? Well, there's different ways of looking at that. I mentioned about opportunities, missed opportunities. You know, so in the case of the sliding doors, 
you miss the train and you could be upset. You could worry about what's going on, or you can take the approach that it's an opportunity that there might be something better around the corner, or it could be something different. Now, different can be good or bad, depending on what your attitude towards it is, you know? And when we think about expect the unexpected, what does that really mean anyway? Well, life is imperfect. There's no guarantees. Life happens in spite of us. And there will be surprises along the way. And there are things that we cannot control. So it's up to us in terms of how we deal with that. What is our attitude? Is it that we accept what is going on and find a way of dealing with it? Or do we have an opportunity to embrace the change? And speaking of change, change can be difficult for a lot of people. I used to work with someone who hated change. Now, I know hate is a really strong word, but they really hated any changes. Oh, so now we have to deal with this. Now we have to deal with that. And my attitude was always, okay. It's an opportunity to learn something new. It's an opportunity, perhaps, for something better. Because if we don't embrace change, then we're missing out or we could be stuck in a rut. And there are those who are perfectly happy with their routines. They know what to expect. They wake up in the morning. They know exactly what they're going to be doing that day. It keeps them, I don't know if the word is happy. I don't know. Maybe it's their version of happy. I know if I was doing the same thing every day, that wouldn't make me happy. (laughs) But that's not to say that I don't do things. I don't have routines. You know, everybody has a routine. You know, you get up in the morning, I put on my coffee, you brush your teeth, you go for a workout. You know, we all have those routines in our life. But your entire life, I don't know if the word shouldn't be a routine, but maybe it is an opportunity to be open to possibilities. I like to go with the flow. And that means that you know, something that you were expecting to happen doesn't go to plan. And so what do you do? You can get upset. You can think, well, that's it. You know, it's over, whatever's going on. Or you can think about what can we do in this situation? So when you think about planning an event, for instance, and You've been planning this event and it's an outdoor party. And then the day of the event, it rains. Do you cancel the event, get upset because it rained, because you weren't expecting the rain? Or do you think about maybe having a plan B and perhaps moving it indoors or embracing the rain, you know, bringing out umbrellas, you know, whatever it is that you can do to continue with what you're doing. 
Because plan B is a way of having a backup plan. You know, my husband's always saying, you know, it's good to have a backup just in case. Because again, when we think about expect the unexpected, in this case, it's if you are heading to an appointment, going to work, and you know that the time that you're leaving is going to be rush hour, or there's construction, or you know that there's going to be delays, you can expect that that is going to happen. Or maybe on the flip side, with construction, maybe the right-hand lane was blocked off. And so you're assuming that the left lane is open for you. So you get into the left lane, only to realize that they've completed the construction on the right side, and now the left side is blocked off. And so now (laughs) you're in the wrong lane, but you didn't know. You didn't expect that that was going to change. But if you had perhaps thought about expecting the unexpected, thinking in advance, although it's hard to plan, I know it is, because things, again, life isn't perfect. We don't know what's going to happen. We just go with the flow. And so instead of getting upset, you hopefully want the drivers to let you in, you know, the zipper merge. But because you gave yourself some extra time, it's not a situation where like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late and I didn't expect this and nobody's letting me in and you're getting all upset and frustrated. So in that case about expecting the unexpected, expect that something may go wrong. You don't want it to go wrong, but you can't assume that everything is going to be perfect. So you have to give yourself a little bit of wiggle room. Now, when it comes to expecting the unexpected, I like to think about this as being surprised. You know, I love surprises, especially the good ones. Bad surprises, yeah, nobody likes those. But you have to find a way of dealing with it. But let's go back to the good surprises. You know, when you think about Christmas, right? Presents under the tree and not knowing what is inside. And you might be curious and pick up a box and kind of shake it, you know, thinking about what's inside. Or maybe it's the the size of the box. You know, if it's a little box, you might be expecting jewelry, perhaps. I remember when uh, I met my now husband and we were dating. And it was probably a couple of years that we were dating. And he booked a dinner. You know, we went to this really fancy restaurant and I was expecting an engagement ring. I was expecting that he was going to propose. And he brought out a box and I was anticipating that there was this beautiful ring inside. And I opened the box and it was a beautiful gold bracelet. Now I was a little surprised. In this case, not a necessarily happy surprise, although it it was a beautiful bracelet. And I think he saw my face and said, oh, don't you like it? And I quickly recovered and I said, oh no, it's beautiful. Thank you so much. I wasn't expecting something so beautiful. You know, of course you're not going to say, well, I was expecting an engagement ring, but you gave me a bracelet. 
because that would kill the mood. And, you know, so I had this beautiful bracelet. But getting back to being surprised, I remember we were at his house and he was, it was Mother's Day and he was preparing dinner and the kids were in the living room watching TV. And I was sitting at the table and we were just kind of chatting and I was having a glass of wine. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he knelt down and he said, will you marry me? And I looked at him and I said, are you kidding? (laughs) What's going on? And he said, no, he said, will you marry me? And I was totally surprised. And of course, happy surprise. And I said, yes, and hugged him. And then the kids came in. And I think he was probably more surprised than I was that he did it. You know, it was one of those spur of the moment things. I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe he thought, I love the idea of a family, you know, the kids and me and, and it happened. And I remember calling my friend Jan that evening and told her, I said, guess what? We're engaged. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm so happy for you. And then the next day she called me and she's like, okay, so what really happened? Tell me again, because <laughs> I don't believe you. And I said, yes, it happened. He proposed and I said, yes, and we're going to get married. And so that was, again, surprise for both of us because I wasn't expecting it and he wasn't expecting it. So sometimes when you think about expect the unexpected, it doesn't mean that you're expecting that you are going to get something. And then in the case of my bracelet, I was expecting a ring and I didn't get it. So I was disappointed. So sometimes leaving yourself open to whatever the situation is and embracing the surprise. In the case of, again, that bracelet and me expecting a ring, maybe I didn't necessarily expect a ring. Maybe it was, I'm having dinner with my boyfriend and it's a beautiful restaurant. We're enjoying each other's company. Oh, and he has a gift for me. Oh, how lovely is that? So changing your attitude a little bit about whatever it is that you're expecting or not expecting, so to speak. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Now, getting back to surprises, not everyone likes surprises. My husband is one of them. I remember it was his 50th birthday, and I know he doesn't like surprise parties. He's made it very clear to me, you know, if we're anywhere where it's a birthday and they come and sing, it's like, no, that's not going to happen. And I remember his friend Neil said, well, I want to throw him a party. And I said, don't, don't do it. He doesn't, he doesn't like surprise parties. 
He said, well, I don't care. I'm going to do it. So they planned it at this restaurant. And so the idea was that he and I and another couple, we were going to go for dinner at this restaurant. And of course, the owner of the, of the restaurant had the back room laid out for the party. And uh, after dinner, the owner came over and he said, oh, he says, I, I want to show you some you know, improvements that I've made to the restaurant. So he led us to this back room, opened the door. And then, of course, all his friends were there in a surprise. And he immediately turns to me with this look of death on his face. And I'm like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's not me. It's, it's Neil. Neil organized everything. And so once he got in and then he realized, okay, well, these are all my friends. Then he was able to relax, but he does not like surprises. He loves planning surprises for other people. That gives him so much joy, so much pleasure to see the happiness on their face or the joy or, or maybe the surprise, you know, and, and he does it out of love and care, but don't surprise him with anything. Good or bad, it doesn't matter. He doesn't like surprises. You know, and getting back to Christmas, I remember <laughs> my daughter, she's another one that doesn't like surprises. And I remember one year she told me, you know, many years after the fact, that one year at Christmas, she undid the tape on all her presents <laughs> and peeked inside to to see what they were were, and then taped it up again and put all the presents back. Never knew. I mean, why would I think that someone would do that? But she told me years later and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and we just laughed about it. But Lenny, my granddaughter, also appears to want to know. I mean, she loves surprises, but she wants to know what they are. For instance, if I say to her, Lenny, I have a surprise for you. Well, what is it? Tell me, tell me, what is it? I want to know. Show me. And it's like, well, you have to wait. No, I want to see it. So I have to be careful not to tell her in advance or too far in advance that I've got a surprise for her because then she wants it. And that's all she can think about is like, oh, what is the surprise? And so she's thinking about all the possibilities of what the surprise could be. And so for her, I guess, it's the anticipation, the anticipation of what it could be. And that is the lovely part of being surprised because it could be possibly anything. And so maybe I won't spoil that for her and maybe tell her about surprises because then she can use her imagination to anticipate. But unfortunately, sometimes when we anticipate something and we're hoping, in her case, maybe it's a Barbie or it's this stuffy that she saw or this game that she saw. And it's like, oh, you got me a game. You got me that stuffy. And I, I don't want to give it away. You know, I don't want to say, yes, you're right. It is this. And then she knows what it is. And it was a surprise, but is it different than me not telling her what it is and then opening it and then seeing that look on her face that is exactly what she was anticipating? You know, so surprises can be very tricky, very, very tricky. But I say, enjoy the surprise. Be a good sport. You know, if someone wants to surprise you, 
enjoy it, say thank you. And sometimes it's the little surprises. Your husband goes grocery shopping and he comes home with a bouquet of flowers just because. And that's a nice surprise, you know, or your friend shows up at the door and, you know, she baked your favorite cookies or she was thinking of you. You know, you get a a card in the mail, you know, someone is saying, I'm thinking of you. And that is a nice surprise. I was thinking the other day, I was reading a book called You Are Awesome. And the idea of awesome is something great, something that you are appreciating. You know, like that was awesome, meaning that it was great that you are appreciating that someone did something for you versus the word amazing, right? Amazing is usually something of a surprise, you know, thinking about a surprise. When someone shows you something that they've done and you go, wow, that's amazing. Meaning you are surprised at how good it is. Now, that doesn't mean that you're surprised that they could create something amazing or that it was so wonderful, but that you were surprised at how wonderful it is, which is a good thing. So when you're thinking about responding to a surprise, you can either say that was amazing or that was awesome, meaning the surprise was great. But getting back to expect the unexpected, you know, the whole idea is to embrace surprise, you know, go with the flow, but also thinking about being flexible. For instance, when you go on vacation, you might have an itinerary of things that you want to do. And you want to think about the highlights of those places. You know, so if you're going to Paris, for instance, you want to see the Eiffel Tower. You want to perhaps go to the Louvre or go to Champs-Élysées. Or there's a number of things that you can do in Paris. But if you plan everything right down to the minute details, you could be missing out on all kinds of opportunities. When my husband and I went to New York, we were staying with our friends, Tony and Kim in New Jersey, which means that we would take the train into Grand Central Station. We'd usually arrive about noon. So that gave us about four hours that we could visit New York. And of course, when you're visiting New York, you want to visit all the landmarks, right? the Statue of Liberty. You want to visit, in that case, it was the 9-11 Memorial, Empire State Building. You know, you want to go on the Hudson. You know, there's just so many things that you can see in New York, but we only had four hours and we were there for a week, but still, and we didn't visit any of those landmarks. But what we did is we were open to exploring, you know, so we found little restaurants tucked away, or we came upon an Italian festival that was happening in Little Italy. You know, we found this great little bar in Soho. We walked and 
explored and sometimes opening up to just letting go, you know, not expecting that you have to do everything. I mean, you can still fit in the ones that are important, but you might be missing out on something even more important. It's opening up to possibilities again. So until next time, think about how life is imperfect, that there are going to be surprises along the way. There will be things that you cannot control. So be prepared for anything at any time. Never assume anything. Embrace surprise. Stay flexible. And don't get too attached to your plans. Leave some wiggle room. Always have a plan B. It's always good to have a backup just in case. And remember what the boys at Monty Python said. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.